Previously on Sammy Magic. Is that Samuel Magic upstairs? My boy, I have been waiting to meet you for a very long time. Come on down, meet me. Who are you? Me? Why, Sammy, I'm surprised you don't know. No, I am... I am... Gandalf. That's my name. I am Gandalf. I am going to be your new defense against the, uh... Defense against the bad guys, teacher. Pa Stinker had a girlfriend. Pa finally found someone. A lovely, tall redhead named Derby. Sammy was happy, but there was just something about Derby. Sammy confronted Derby, screaming at her about burning up that letter. Her eyes began to glow a violent yellow as her fingers and bones began elongating. Sammy Magic cannot go back to Wizard Harvard. Who are you? Sammy asks nervously, backing up against a wall as Derby approaches him closer and closer, her pointed ears wriggling back and forth, her nose furling up as she stared down at him. I am a friend of your parents. You see, your parents' death, it came as a surprise to many people in the magicking world, but not to them. They were aware of what they were getting into when they began to investigate evil Douglas, and they knew they couldn't protect you forever, which is why they came to me. You see, your parents, unlike many other wizards, they actually cared for my people. They cared... For elves, Samuel. In fact, that's one of the things that I can honestly say you have in common with them. Your parents, it it didn't matter someone's creed, someone's race, someone's gender, identity, or if they were an elf. Your parents gave them the respect that they demanded. And thanks to that, they earned the respect of many people in the elven community. And when they knew their time was coming to an end... They gave me one instruction, to make sure you stayed protected. Well, I killed a dark wizard. I think I can handle myself, Sammy retaliated, causing a small grin to appear on Derby's face as she softened and began to pace across the room before closing the door and turning back. I understand that. But what you were facing was not evil Douglas at his full power. I mean, he had to possess the body of Professor Knave. He was weak, Samuel. And what awaits you at Wizard Harvard this year is not weak. It isn't something that's simply come back to Earth. It is diabolical. Well, what is it? I... I would love to tell you that, Sammy. I I really would. I would love to tell you everything that awaits you, but I... I can't. Why not? Oh, well, why why don't I show you? This year, at Wizard Harvard, Sammy Magic will face... Though her mouth struggled to make words, Derby could not speak. 
almost as if a terrible curse had been placed upon her. Derby could not say those horrifying things that await Sammy Magic this year at Wizard Harvard. <clears throat> so, as you can see, I cannot tell you, but you cannot go back. I made a promise to your parents long ago that you would remain protected, and if you go back to Wizard Harvard, I... I cannot keep that promise, Sammy. I know that you have faced horrible, terrible things, and you came out successful on the other end, but your lucky streak can only last for so long, son. You have to protect yourself. You have to protect your friends. And if you go back to that school, you are not just bringing evil down upon your head. You're, you're bringing it down upon each of your friends' heads as well. Samuel, you cannot go back. Guys, Shark Tank's on in about eight minutes. You gotta hurry down. I'm almost done with dinner. The voice of Pa Stinger calls from downstairs, and Sammy looks at Derby, who stands in his way as he tries to approach the door. Sammy, this is not a joke. You cannot go back to Wizard Harvard. Derby, get out of my way. Sammy returns as he attempts to push past her towards the door, but her grip was strong. Though her body looked frail, her elven power managed to let her hold Sammy back. Sammy, this is not a joke. You cannot go back. Fine. Sammy replied with disdain in his voice and two crossed fingers behind his back as he pushed past Derby and went downstairs to enjoy an episode of Shark Tank alongside Pa Stinker, the whole time staring at Pa. Staring at Pa, who had seemed so happy ever since Derby entered his life. And Sammy couldn't help but think what was going to happen to Pa when he found out. The following day, Sammy found himself back at the home of Gandalf and Ma Stinker. He walked in and found Gandalf sitting in a chair reading one of his own books and no one else in the house. Where's Ma? Sammy approaches Gandalf nervously, sitting across from him. Oh, I'm sure she's around doing, you know, cleaning or cooking or, you know, women stuff. You're kind of the worst, aren't you? <laughs> yes, basically I am. Now, where are your supplies? My supplies? Sammy asked nervously. Well, yes, you're going to school in just a few short weeks. You need supplies, Sammy. I mean, I know I am one of the greatest wizards to ever live, but man cannot live on Gandalf's books alone as much as they've tried. Well, I was thinking about it. I... I don't think I want to go back. I beg your pardon? Sammy Magic, my own son, my flesh and blood. You're not my dad. He doesn't want to go back to Wizard Harvard. How ridiculous. <laughs> Sammy, come on. You are my progeny. I don't know you. And you're going to throw away all of this untapped magical potential for, for what? To go to normal school, play normal football? Come on, we both know. There's no keeping Sammy Magic away from who he is, and who he is is 
a wizard. You know what? Come with me. And with that, he stands up and rushes towards their fireplace, grabbing Sammy by the arm. We're going to go to Porcelain right now, get your supplies, and also I've got a signing to do, but outside of that, we are going to get you ready, because my boy, you're not my dad, will not get away from who he is supposed to be. All right, well, to the car we go, I guess? Sammy asks, causing Gandalf to throw his head back, laughing maniacally. <laughs> the car! The car! No, 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 no. Samuel, Samuel. You're Gandalf's kid now. That means that you travel in style. And with that, he pulled out a small bag of powder, flinging it into the fireplace, causing that normal red, orange, umber fire to turn a dark, sickly shade of green. This right here is called Magical Getcha There Powder. That's, that's what it's called. And all you have to do is say the name of the place you want to go, step into the fire itself, and then in a flash, you'll be there. But make sure to say the name distinctly. Let it slip across the tongue, teeth, lips. Enunciation is key, my boy. Just watch. <clears throat> Porcelain. And with that, he stepped into that flame that began to wrap around his body itself. And in a puff of smoke, Gandalf disappeared. And Sammy stared down at that powder in his hand, nervously looking at that fireplace, throwing it in and causing that emerald spark of fire to shoot up once again. And Sammy enters and whispers, <laughs> He coughed. I wish I was making this up, but yeah, he coughed. He coughed and as he was saying, like, the one thing, the one thing he couldn't mess up, he messed up. And Sammy felt that fire wrap around him. He felt his entire body disappear into particulate and fly through the air. And when he reassembled on the other side, Sammy found himself in a dark, demented, almost mirror image of porcelain itself. He found himself in a storefront where skulls decorated the walls. Grungy pieces of apparel sit against the walls and dark, demented figures go through it, shopping, hoping to get the next big deal. He looked up at the sign at the front of the building, which read, Hot Topic. And Sammy knew he did not belong there. But he had no choice. He quickly ran and ducked behind a chest as he heard a voice call out. Daddy! Daddy, when am I going to get my PS5? It was a familiar voice. The voice of none other than bad boy Barry Snakeman himself, who was shopping alongside his father here at the Fantasy Hot Topic. They've got the new Spider-Man game and I really want to play it. Daddy, please! Sammy watched as Barry continued to complain and whine as he followed behind a tall, imposing figure with long, straight blonde hair who finally has enough and stares down at Barry with fury. If I hear one more word about a PS5, I will do unimaginable things to you when we get back home. You're lucky there are witnesses right now. 
I'm sorry. This was the first time that Sammy ever saw Barry be timid, and he watched as Barry shivers following behind his father. So I guess that means the Nintendo Switch conversation's off the table, too? Go to the corner now! This was unlike any way that Sammy had ever seen bad boy Barry Snakeman before. His body slumped over, shaking with fear. He could almost see tears well up in his eyes as he was forced to go sit in a corner. A corner right next to the chest that Sammy's hiding behind. Are you okay? Sammy asks nervously, causing Barry to jump up with a start, looking behind that chest to see Sammy hidden behind it. Magic, what are you doing here? This is not your place. I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. Sammy replies as he continues to peer out and stare at Barry's father, who's walking around with a small shopping cart, putting in various skulls, potion ingredients, and recipe books, before approaching the counter nervously. Look, Sammy, I'm not trying to be the good guy here, but this is, you do not need to be here. What's your father doing? He's just selling a few old things from the attic, that's it. How can I help you today? The man behind the counter announced as Barry's father, Damien, places a few items on the table. Yes, I'd like to just see how much I could get for a few of these things. I uh, I have this uh, ancient sword that can summon the spirits of demons itself. I, I have this book that, when opened, releases an eldritch abomination upon the world. Oh, and I do have this. It's just a box labeled evil stuff. I, I, I wasn't really sure how much I could get for it. Are you sure your father's a good guy? Sammy asks nervously, looking over at Barry, who every time that he saw his father in his eyeline, his body began to shrink once again, losing all confidence. No, he's perfectly fine. Those were just some inherited items. Oh, and I do have these five bottles of potion. I did make them myself. Okay, so maybe he's not the best guy, but you you know, he's a fantastic wizard. I mean, we can forgive sins as long as the person behind them are talented, right? I don't think that's how it works. Sammy replies as the shopkeeper looks up at Damien Snakeman and responds, Yeah, I think I can give you maybe 30, 30 for the whole thing. 30? Are you you kidding me? I bought this from you for $50. It's barely been used. You can't just... Could we not consider this a return thing? I I mean, $30, that's highway robbery. Eh, I can give you 40 in store credit. Damien Snakeman stared at the shopkeep with fury. Okay, I'll take the store credit. Hey, do you have any more of those, um, the rat skulls, the little ones? Oh yeah, let me go get you a few. I'll keep them in the back. What? Is this place? Sammy asks, staring over at Barry. Oh, well, you you see, this is Terrib Alley. This is the home of the Dark Ones. They're the type of wizards that, I'll be honest, I'm not exactly fond of, and I'm sure aren't exactly fond of you. Any of them actually worshipped Evil Douglas, and I'm sure they have been waiting to get their hands on you. Barry responds with a small chuckle before looking up and realizing, Oh no, we've got to get you out of here. We've got to get you out of here fast. 
Barry begins to look around, attempting to formulate some sort of escape plan for Sammy. Okay, look, just, um, put on my eyeliner, and then put on this very, very black cloak, and how long is your hair? Can you put it down, like, in front of one eye? Please. Oh, wait, and hold on. He reaches forward and draws a skull in black sharpie on Sammy's shirt. Just quickly rush out the door. You should blend in. Just don't open your mouth or let anyone see your face. Okay, thanks. Sammy responds, quickly getting up and attempting to rush out the door, but not before Barry tacks on one last comment. Oh, and, um, magic? Don't you dare tell anybody I did this for you. I've got a whole bad boy thing to keep up, and if you tell anybody, I will beat you down where you stand. All right. Sammy responds with a smile before rushing out the door, keeping his hood pulled tightly around his face. But as he walks outside, he bumps into a massive, hulking figure, its face disfigured and horrible, and that collision sends Sammy flying back into the brickwork of the alley, his hood flying off and revealing the face of Sammy Magic to everyone around him. And that's when reality began to set in for Sammy. As that hulking figure stared down at him, he looked around and saw more horrible, bony, humanoid figures coming from within the shadows, crawling towards him ominously. Sammy looks down at his rebuilt arm, and that runic symbol carved into it is now just glowing a bright, violent red as a figure creeps up onto him with long, thin fingers scratching at his shoulder, and the voice calls out, You're the one that killed evil Douglas! Me? No, no, that wasn't me. Not once, but twice. (laughs) I guess it's time for us to repay the favor. But before anything can happen, the streets of Terabali are lit up by a massive lightning bolt that sends all of these creatures of the night receding back into the shadows. And when Sammy looks up, he discovers his savior. What the hell are you doing here? It was the bear. And the bear rushed forward and grabbed Sammy by the arm, attempting to bring him out of Terra Valley and back into Porcelain. Sammy, this you've had a lot of bad ideas. This is, quite possibly, the worst one you've ever had. And as they reach the mouth of the alley, another figure comes in. That's right, boys. You stay clear or else I'll have to use my... my... my good the good magic. So you stay away from my boy. Gandalf screams into a darkness that does not respond as he looks over at the bear who's holding Sammy by the arm. Get away from him, you terrible beast. That is my boy and you don't you harm him or I will do magic. Sammy, who the hell is this guy? Oh, this is Gandalf. He's my Mom's boyfriend, and he kind of sucks, but uh, apparently he's going to be teaching at Wizard Harvard this year. You are? Why, yes, I am the new defense against the... the... it's... what is it? You work on the... you work at the school, right? It's defense against spooky boys? What is it? Defense against the dark arts. Oh, God, this is not... this is not going to turn out well. 
Well, Sammy, we have got to get to my autograph signing. Mr. Big Scary Bear Man, here you go. There's a tip for you, and you can have a good day. Sammy, let's get on our way. Bear, please come with me. Oh, yeah, no, I was absolutely not about to leave you alone with this guy. And thus the trio rush to the fantasy Barnes and Noble, where sure enough, Gandalf's face is plastered across the front of the store, signing for one of his new books. But surprisingly enough, when they entered that building, the crowds weren't swarming Gandalf. They were swarming Sammy. The tales of all that he had done in his first year had permeated throughout the entire magicking world, and everyone wanted to get to know him. Everyone wanted to shake his hand. Everyone wanted to say, I met Sammy Magic. Okay, this is not going to work. Sammy, here, take a promotional selfie with me, and uh, why don't you and your uh, little bear friend go out and do your shopping, and then... Come back to me later, because you cannot take my spotlight. Anyways, he once again tips the bear for no apparent reason before turning tail and rushing towards his table where there was not much of a line, surprisingly enough. I mean, he had a few people here and there, but everyone seemed to be more focused on Sammy Magic, who once again pulls up his hood and rushes out the door alongside the bear. But unfortunately, when they got outside, they couldn't do any shopping. They couldn't do any eating. They couldn't do anything because there was someone waiting for them. Someone tapping her toes, someone wriggling her pointed ears, and someone whose nose is furled up in fury, who stares at Sammy Magic before commenting, What did I tell you about Wizard Harvard. Thank you for listening to the mini adventures of Sammy Magic, produced by the BS Network and performed by Scotty Moore. Many thanks to Orion Ibert of the Lavender Lemonade Collective for our album art, and massive thanks to Umbria for the use of their music. Today's sorting ceremony will be provided for Brave Jayhawk, a.k.a. Sean Craig. And to Sean, your heart may be full of courageousness and your mind may be filled with intelligence, but you put that intelligence and you put that bravery to use to support your friends. Your loyalty knows no bounds And your heart is filled with friendship. Also, you probably watch Netflix a lot, which is why we would like to welcome you to the Soft Squad. Now, if you would like to have your own sorting ceremony, you can, of course, get it by donating at patreon.com slash a load of BS, or just pick up you some Sammy Magic merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com and send a picture of you rocking it, wearing it, doing whatever to us on Twitter at Scotty Mo. That is S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. And as always, remember the many adventures of Sammy Magic is a work of complete and total parody, which means you can't sue me.